How are we doing? Welcome. This is a sound purchase with me, Halifax Hospital Radio's Barry Peters. The lads are going to be on very shortly, young Stefan and young Jake. So keep it locked. None of your shit, only your proper songs. Oh, hello there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Jake. Hello there. Uh, no, I said it first. I'm starting this one. Uh, so deal with it. Uh, I've already said it. I've already done it. General Jake Oney. <laughs> General Egregious. <laughs> General Egregious. You are a bold one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How, how do you? I do what? I'm Bob. Henson. He is so hot right now. He is. Hansel. So hot right now. Hansel. I was going to make some sort of long-winded joke, but it's not needed. I do want to show you this, though, Jake. I've got a, a new kind of theme for us today. Okay. Because this is our award ceremony, right? So we need to be, like, all posh and stuff. Yeah. I kind of saw it as more of an end-of-year roundup as opposed to a, an actual award ceremony, but okay. Well, let's wrap this up with... Uh, wrap up our award ceremony. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo with... Some new theme music just for this very special occasion. Nice. Nice. That was a logic loop. I did nothing but loop it. uh, It's a beautiful loop. Yeah. I'd give that a solid... Seven and a half out of ten. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. So let's get started with what we've adjourned here to do. Mm. We are back. It's it's another year down. Yeah. Feels a bit crazy, doesn't it? It does a little bit, yeah. Yeah. We've packed a lot into this year. Yeah. I kept forgetting what we had and hadn't done this year. Yeah. There was a lot where I was thinking, is that really this year? year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Yes, it was, somehow. I split everything by the summer terms, so when I have that <laughs> summer break, it kind of feels like the year started again, if that makes sense. Oh, that's what well, it has, the school year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. so we're here to give out some awards, just like we did last year, plus some new special bonus awards, which we'll get to later. So, well, should we just get right into it then? Let's just get cracking. So for those of us that haven't been following our string of producers... Over the past year and a half or so, we've gone through three different, produ- four different producers, really. Four, yeah. We did have that one-off guy. Yeah. Who did about as good a job as John Robb does when he's doing any sort of <laughs> publications, manufacturing that beef, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Producer Robbie is the latest in our line of producers, and he's he's a good one. Mm. Hopefully he won't meet with the same sort of unfortunate accidents that the other... The other three have. But, well, um, yeah, it's much like Spinal Tap, right? Mm, with, yeah, drummers. with the drummers. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we have got uh, Robbie with us tonight in spirit. In spirit. In spirit, because he hasn't got a room set up or something and he, he doesn't want to degrade himself by actually appearing on this podcast. Sensible man. Sensible man. Very sensible. So in fact, what we've tasked ourselves with is Jake and I will take turns at reading out his nominations, but we're going to try and land on an accent that we think Robbie should have. I have no idea where he's from. No, neither do I. We know nothing about Robbie. In fact, this is the most information he's ever given us. 
through the course of his nominations. So the first category. Favourite track of the year. So the favourite track of the year. This is non-A Sound Purchase related. Yeah. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I will. Um, so none of my tracks this year are actually from this year. Um, Excuse I've, me? I've done it because it's from my Spotify end of year roundup thing. From your Spotify wrapped. These are the ones that I've listened to the most. And I thought, well, if I'm not going to pick one of the songs that I've listened to the most, then that's, that's somewhat disingenuous, isn't it? Yeah, but then everything's <laughs> so, just going to be the mollusks. So it defeats the point, really. No, no, surprisingly not. One of them's even from within the last 10 years. So, oh, oh, <laughs> wow. Look at you. Uh, don't worry. Favorite record, I have picked one from this year. But um, yeah, this one I just went by. I can't think what my favorite track of this year has been. Let's consult Spotify and it informed me my favorite track of this year was uh, from years previous. What up? He's, uh, he's been listening to music within the last 10 years. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? Very, Jeez. Uh, contemporary. Contemporary. Uh, <laughs> temporary. Did you see my hand like fly onto that mouse so quick? <laughs> yeah. You need a separate soundboard set up just for that. Well, yeah. I, there, apparently there is a way I can get my, my MIDI keyboard to control all those things, but I just, I fear that I, you know, I struggle enough to find them on like a alphabetized list. Having them as a... As a keyboard key. As a keyboard key. Yeah. Okay, so let's hear your nominations. Well, I'll start with the most recent one. It's Never Fight a Man with a Perm by Idols. Oh. It's from like three or four years ago. Okay. But is it punk? No, it can't no, be. Because no, it can't be. Surely Physically, not. Physically, yeah. it's like a temporal phenomenon and it can only exist in the 1976. 70s. 1976. Up to 1976. And oh. after that, it ceased to be. Um, yeah, Never Fight Man with Burn. Good song. Good lyrics. Got a lot of that, like just bendy chromaticism stuff because it's idols, so of course it does. Uh, <laughs> yep. You know, second guitar player guy has got a, a great part where he literally just goes, chunk! On his guitar in the nice. verse, it's a, nice. It's like just a rhythmic chonk. It's very nice. Good song. Okay. Thermal Treasure is number two, which is the first track from Polvo's second album. Which you're going to ask me what it's called, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you that the album is. Called, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Today's Active Lifestyles. That's the one. It was released in 1993. I think I've spoken briefly about Polvo before, but they're a bit like if Sonic Youth detuned their guitars and were good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like Sonic. Daydream Nations, I think, is a great album, but the rest of Sonic Youth stuff feels a bit like, eh. Right. But Polvo, yeah, very good. It's a bit like if Sonic Youth down-tuned to, like, B. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair enough. Vocals, I, I really like the way they've been mixed. So they're kind of just sort of there. They're not really front and center. They're just another for texture going on. Oh, interesting. Okay. Kind of hides the fact he's not the world's best singer. Because in the later albums where they didn't do that, because the first couple of albums, I think they did that. Right. And then this is literally just the top three from my uh, Spotify. The next one is from a sound purchase, but I think I racked up most of the plays before we'd done the episode on it, possibly. Kiss Me You Jacked Up Jerk, Brainiac. 
Right. Um, yes. So if you want to know why I think that's a great song, uh, go back to episode like twenty, whatever it was. It's it's a great song. Off hissing prigs and static couture. Exactly. That's the one. Remember that because I had to type that out as a hashtag. <laughs> Like every day, and it yeah. drove me mad. That and uh, Viva Dixie submarine transmission plot. Did you not like copy and paste it? Well, I don't keep the copy and paste for 24 hours. You know. Yeah, but just find your previous thing, copy no, the it hashtag. It doesn't work like that, Jake. But don't, you know, it does work whatever. like that. No, it doesn't, it doesn't that's, work that's like that. That's literally how, no. how it works. No, because I'm already copying and pasting other stuff. Are you doing it on your phone? Yeah, you it's doing a Nokia it on... brick. Don't ask me how I get <laughs> Instagram on it, but you know. I do. It's like 8-bit Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> it comes up super pics, but it's like not even in colour. It's like a Game Boy. Yeah, and it takes forever to download. It's almost as if it's on dial-up. All the, pic- all the pictures are done using the Game Boy camera thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. With the printer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my free choices. All right. Well, drum roll, please. Kiss Me You Jacked Up Jerk, Brainiac. I love that song. It's it's such a good song. What with the stupid chihuahua, chihuahua, chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. You know that one. Nice. Yeah. Well, my favourite tracks in, I've gone for kind of a charting track. A, not a parody, but it's it's like a, a novelty track. There you go. Right. And then a Kiwi track. So I'll start with the charting track, Coldplay's Higher Power. Okay. Quite like it. Quite like it. Don't really like the album. The album, there's one song on the album where they're actually just trying to be Muse. It's weird. (laughs) I'm sure it will grow on me at some point. I've had a bit of a Coldplay phase this year. Thanks to old, uh, old Graham. I think it was before we chatted to Graham, actually. I think my wife and I stumbled across their Live in Jordan thing on YouTube and just started listening to that album. And I think you remember the day where I met you in Brighton. Mm. I said, I've got to go to Resident. I've got to pick up a record. And you're like, what record? And I was like, Coldplay. And you just said, why? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Coldplay's Higher Power. Yeah, it's an all right song. It's got some cool ideas in there. The second track is... Dave Grohl and is it Greg Kirsten doing the Copacabana? Because <laughs> that has not left my left my mind for like two weeks. That's fair, man. Yeah, so that's fair. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Like, I'm never an overly big fan of uh, was it Barry Manilow that sang it originally? Yeah, and yeah. I think it's like Barry Manilow is one of those people who's written you know more music than God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like Prince. He's just written music for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, not a big fan of his Copacabana, but somehow in the hands of Grohl, it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And not to mention when he's playing the drums and he's got his little aviators on and so on in the video, he looks just like Pubba, the way that Pubba plays the drums. Uh, And then the last (laughs) one is Fat Freddy's Drop with their song Shady, which is a good six and a half minute kind of jam that starts off really, really nice and simple, kind of bubbling away. And by the end, you get up to this like really wicked horn line. It's fantastic. Nice. Drum roll, please. Dave Grohl and the Copacabana. Hey. I think that's my track of the year. I, I like, that's, 
I'm not even kidding around. I'm not even going for the like, oh my god, it's Dave Grohl, so I'm just going to be kind of funny and tongue in cheek. Just think it's, it's damn good the way they did it. Really enjoyed. Fair it. enough. Yeah. This this is going to give away one of my my picks for next one. If I did have to pick a favorite song from this year, yeah, it'd be uh, Welcome to Glasgow from the Darkness's new album. Oh, okay. Is it Permission to Land good though? I don't know. Permission to Land got a little bit like. Uh, in, in the middle, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. I mean, Growing On we'll Me is probably that. one of the greatest rock songs ever. Mm. And it does still have the best intro to an album ever, but... Yes. Um, well, do you want to read out Robbie's? Yeah, let's have a look through Robbie's ones. Um, but you've got to put on an accent, remember? You're probably better at the British accents than I am. I'm going to assume that Robbie is from... Bogner Regis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I could just do my normal no, voice. No, uh, oh, come on. I thought, I thought your first one was going to be the West Country. I mean, that's, that is my go-to guru. <laughs> my name's Robbie. I'm from Somerset. <laughs> Sound Purchase Awards 2021. Track of the year. Uh, so his first choice is Anthony Kiedis's Remy Wolf. That's the other way around. It's Remy Wolf. Anthony Kiedis is the song. Oh, I've read it backwards. Yeah. I was going to say, Anthony Kiedis had something this I know. year? That's so, exactly what I thought when I read it. I was like, I was like, ah, I should have read this beforehand. I had to look it up. Remy, it's Anthony Kiedis by Remy Wolf. Okay. Yeah. Or W-Y-D, weird. Hmm. So Robbie went on a big deep dive into their music at the end of 2020. And these are the two standout tracks from a crazy, wonderful album. He'd recommend the wacky wild music video as well. Okay. Okay, I've got to do ooh to get into the accent. Yeah. If we do, you've got to get that I little couldn't. pathway in, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I do the South African, I got to start with a hey, brew, a hey, brew. I have to start with something with like a rolled R, Ooh-er. just like even saying if Ifrika. Yeah, just to get into it. So uh, his second choice was Reese Big Red Machine. I'm not going to do the accent. I can't be asked to do an accent. I've had, just had a massive roast dinner and a glass of port and mince pie, and I'm sleepy. Uh, yeah, so Reese, Big Red Machine. We're more than the sum of our parts, but our mistakes make up more than we think. Justin Vernon is my boy. B-O-I. B-O-I. <laughs> and this has been stuck in my head for months. Open parenthesis. Help. Close parenthesis. Due to the waves of texture built up in this song. Also, the baby noises just to make it the end deserve a nomination on their own. Okay. And then his final choice is uh, Come Back by Jean's Blake. Best rhythmic use of contact mic roads I've ever heard. Practically heroin-laced Maltesers. Roads... Where we're going, we don't need roads. He's a man after my own heart. I swear, mm. he's put that in just so I can use the sting. I think he has. Yeah. Drum roll. Drum roll. Reese by a big red machine. Well done, Reese. By big red machine. Yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to big red machine. Check him out. Yeah. Robbie seems to think so. The lovely, lovely listeners will be listening to it roughly right about now anyway. Oh, that's true. They'd have had it in the background, won't they? Yeah. You lucky little sausages. Favourite record of the year. 
and indeed all years, because as we all know, best record of this year has to be better than the best record of last year by default. That's how music works. Is it? Uh, every year's just got to be better and better and better. That's that's what capitalism is about, man. Pushing it forward, unending growth. Okay. Uh, so these represent the best albums of all time. Well, all right. <laughs> I guess mine kind of get up there at some point. Would you like to start this one or shall I? I, I can start this one. Favourite records of the year for me. I mean, we've got to... Got to start with the simple one. I mean, you could probably hazard a guess, Jake, as to an album that came out this year that I'm quite infatuated with. Was it one of King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizards like twenty albums, whatever it was they did, that they yeah. release every year? No, they must have. They must be the most prolific band. I mean, you'd, you'd think so, but at the same time, a lot of it's live stuff. Oh, okay. a lot of it's just jammed out crap. Yeah, a lot of it's jammed out crap. I think. Well, I'll give you a bit of a clue. Yeah. Ah. Crowded House and their seventh record, Dreamers Are Waiting. I hope I got that number right. I'm pretty sure Chloe will be shouting at me right now. <laughs> it's not seven, it's eight. I've documented a lot on this podcast that I'm fairly against the modern Crowded House. It's true. I'm, it's I'm true. not overly big on the Finn Family Band. And I was very resistant to this record and slowly it ate away at me because it just kept coming up and it was something like we watched the video once to one of the songs which was uh, Whatever You Want and my, it got stuck in my son's head so we had to watch it over and over and over again and it just... By status quo, yeah. whatever you want. And yeah. that was that was the way in and god damn it if I didn't buy it on vinyl and have it playing in the car all the time I've listened to it twice today <laughs> twice yeah. today yeah well because I was wow. on a big car journey so the next one is fresh pot. the Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight and this was another one that I was very resistant to because everybody was absolutely destroying it saying what absolute rubbish it is that being said, it kind of feels like the Foo Fighters have gotten over this whole we need to be the heaviest, rockinest band in the world. And they're actually, they just made a really, really fun record. <laughs> it's really good. And yeah, okay, they've got backing singers on it and it's very poppy and, you know, but I like it. I thought it was good. Oh, good. Yeah. And then the last one is... Nick Cave and Warren Ellis's Carnage. Despite what a lot of people say, I'm not actually a vampire. Two blokes who have been friends for an awful long time, since Murder Ballads actually, so it's at 96, something like that. And uh, just them kind of at the peak of their powers almost. They've had that little resurgence with the Bush of Skyway and Skeleton Tree. Then the bad seeds for me have slowly started to fall away. I didn't get on with the most recent album they put out, The Ghost Team. But Carnage works really well. Beautiful. Beautiful album. But... Lovely. Does it win? We don't know. Drum roll, please. It's got to be Crowded House. It's got to be. As soon as you said you've listened to it twice today, that's like, oh yeah, that's that's going to be the winner then. <laughs> oh, I've been listening to the Foo Fighters a lot as well. Like, the problem is, I, I have a problem, Jake, and that that is that I 
zone in and I just go deep diving. Right. And, you know, I've only got certain albums on Apple Music and I can't listen to podcasts with my son in the car because, you know, most of them are fairly profane. And a lot of the music that I listen to, like I really wanted to be listening to Waves, King of the Beach, but, you know, <laughs> it's probably not a good yeah. one with your three-year-old, nearly four-year-old son in the car. Better to get him in on it early, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know. The problem is he's at that kind of copycat phase. Uh, and he'll copy the one most obscure thing that you've ever said in your life. Anyway, fair, that was a good fair. one. Let's have a look Very at nice. Robbie's suggestion. Oh, and then we'll do me last, shall we? Yeah, well, you know, let's let's get a rotation going here. Yeah, let's get let's, a rotation. Let's do it. So, accent. Hmm. How's your Essex? I'm from Essex. <laughs> No, he's from Middlesex. It's not an Essex accent. <laughs> yeah, but that's what he says. My name is Dickie, and I come from Billericay. I'm See, these days, it well. feels like there's like the modern interpretation of an Essex accent. That's far too much diction there. Uh, <laughs> Billericay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> album of the year. An evening with... Ellipsis. Silk. A relatively Mm -hmm. new contender, but it's just too much fun not to include. A slightly ironic take on 70s R&B, funk and soul. You can hear how much they love the genre. Also, the breakdown in After Last Night made me bass face so hard that it's permanently stuck like that. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mood Valiant. Hiatus Coyote. This album is a vibrant show of pop, jazz and psychedelia. That's as inviting as it is drippy. If they started a cult, I'd be the first one to cut me air and wear a moth mask. I can't keep doing the accent because I'm struggling to read and do the accent. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'll just I'll just do the titles in the accent. Some songs are so deep in the pocket they tear up your jeans. Whoa. Oh, wow. Nice. And he was nervous about sending this to an English teacher. Um, also, <laughs> they did noise music making live stream whilst dressed in weird costumes in a decked out living room for an hour which is also a great time and the last one is Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice that was my uh, Luther Alice A heap of genres from a band that I thought had previously stagnated with their second album. You can tell how much they've grown from their perfectly pitched soaring vocals to synth spaces so fast and warm I'd happily retire in them. A-plus sequencing by starting with the anxieties of your friends growing old to the acceptance of what's to come. He's putting us to shame. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put any reasonings. I just put down the ones. Anyway, drum roll with uh, his answer. Congratulations, 
Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice. Alice. He does have some honourable mentions I'll just quickly go through. Juno by Remy Wolf would be number three, but it's about two or three two songs too long. And the DSing throws me off, but still a huge amount of fun. Home Videos by Lucy Dacus. That one aunt that gives good advice makes a nostalgic album with a blue sweater. Don't know what that's supposed to mean. Planet Her by Doja Cat. Don't at me, he says. Uh, I Know I'm Funny, haha, by Faye Webster. That one cousin that gives good advice and makes a nostalgic album with a blue sweater. And Red, Taylor's version by Taylor Swift. Don't at me, he says. Glad he added that in because that means that I don't have to uh, throw it in to keep Chloe happy. Uh, what, the Taylor Swift one? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I said, I'm not going to do the Taylor Swift one because technically she's just re-released an old album. So yeah, those are good choices, everyone, but mine are better. So of course. number one, uh, I mean, I've already mentioned it. So Motorheart by The Darkness, a very recent edition, only came out about, what, three weeks ago? Middle of November, so three, four weeks ago. And man, I love it. It's great. I said Chloe went to go see them and she came back just raving about how good they were. And that's when I added Permission to Land to the list of episodes to do. Right. And that's when I listened to this album and it's a really solid album. I really enjoy it. Just solid rock and roll. Solid AF. Exactly. One of my tutors at BIM tutored Justin Hayward. Justin Hayward? Is it Justin Hayward? Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins. Yeah, same thing. And now he's 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 off drugs, I think, apparently, and he's clean and he's got his shit together and he's making good music again. So is he still showing up naked in the videos? I hope so. I really do. Good. I think he's probably still got the the physique to do it. So, <laughs> um, my second choice is "Welfare Jazz" by Viagra Boys. <laughs> I'd never heard of them before, but I was just like. I just need something new to listen to. Uh, what's come out this year? What's recent? Just went to Wikipedia. I was like, oh, what's come out this year? And I just saw the name. I was Viagra Boys. I was like, oh, I've got to check out Viagra. How can I not check out Viagra <laughs> Boys? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair and enough. I was pleasantly surprised. They're, um, well, they're not punk because obviously punk, as previously discussed, is only for nine. It's reserved. No one knows what happened after 1976. The no. punk just couldn't manifest itself anymore. Yeah. But yeah, it's just fun, fun punk with like some silly things, like a couple of 30-second tracks thrown in. One of them called Coldplay. It just sounds like it's someone just playing sax in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, I was like, yeah, that's pretty goddamn punk. Yeah. <laughs> really great. Yeah, it's a really, really good, fun album and a nice addition to my rotating list of four albums that I listen to. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm actually going to list five albums because um, it's the five albums I bother to listen to this year. As the love continues, Mogwai. I don't need to say anything more. It's Mogwai. They're great. Next, Flux, <laughs> Poppy. She's got another album out this year. Oh, you're you're a real convert. She's got a bit Paramore, actually. Early Paramore. Okay. That 2000s kind of emo-esque sort yeah, of well, crap. MCR is making a big comeback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's done it better than, in my opinion, Paramore ever did. I didn't like Paramore. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I was, I was never a big fan of Paramore either. But it's, it's good. Good fun, fun album. Yep. And then it'd be remiss of me not to put Andrew WK's "God Is Partying" on I this list. I thought about adding that. 
<laughs> I haven't heard a minute of it, but I thought about adding it just for the laugh. I've heard about a minute of it. <laughs> and uh, what, a, what a minute it was. But, um, but I am contractually obligated yeah. uh, to, put, to put him on this list. I don't know if he's gone a bit, bit biblical or whether or not he's just like, the earth can no longer contain... This much party. The, this much party. Yeah. I mean, the album cover is um, <laughs> certainly an album cover. It's him kind of laying in the gutter. Looks like he's still got the same shirt, white jeans and t-shirt and white shoes. Oh, God damn it, yeah. From back in the day. But now it just looks like there's like a massive piss stain in the crotch. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's been there since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, he's partied himself to death and he is, he's up there with the big cheese going at it still. It's only his sixth episode, uh, sixth, um, God, I've just seen the album cover. It's only his sixth album. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I described it perfectly, but in no way does it do the picture justice. No. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> I, think, I think it deserves to be on this list just for the album cover. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. As the Love Continues by Mogwai, it is post-rock goodness. Um, I mean, have they done a bad album? I've no. never really listened to them, to be honest. It's great to just sit down and <sighs> Just have to be blasted by walls of noise. It's not really a lot of singing on any of it. It's, yeah, just big instrumental goodness. And I love it. And so did everyone else, apparently. I've, I've just looked up the reviews and they've all kind of gone, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All <laughs> they right, still then. got it. After all this time, they still got it. Cool. Well, let's, let's move on to the next category. Favourite episode, a sound purchase. Before we start this, you you did put favourite record slash episode, because we kind of covered our favourite episodes on our recent top 10 sound purchase yeah. list. Yeah, 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 that's fine. So I've I've done my favourite record as opposed to the two episodes. Sorry, okay, yeah, all right, all right. Favourite record, a sound Purchase. Shall I? Shall we do Robbie first? This uh, yeah, time? let's go Robbie first. Yeah, okay, so his favourite records. He's put, he's put CD episodes for why? Plug, plug, plug. Hey. So, uh, and I'm actually quite happy to see um, every episode he's picked is is, is one of my ones. <laughs> <laughs> and here, oh, you know what? I stacked up my episodes, and I was like. I need to put one of Jake's at least. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. I think I think all of mine last year were yours. I can't remember what mine were last year. No, because that was in the past, man. I'm all about the future, baby. One one step at a time. So uh, we've got episode forty-one, "Songs for the Dead" by Quatzer. Um, songs for the Death. Uh, songs for the Deaf, sorry. Yeah. No, songs for the Dead. Songs yeah. for the Deaf. Songs, songs for the, the Deaf. Yeah. Songs for the Dead is a song on the album. That's yeah. correct. Well, as, as Robbie's quite rightly said, go listen to us first, more importantly, and then go listen to that album because it's, it's a, yeah. that's a fine album. Uh, yep. I 
give it two out of a possible two thumbs. Mm. So that's that's high praise. You know, on the thumb scale, that is a perfect score. Jake never double so, thumbs. I very rarely double thumb. Right, option two, episode 37. Sour Soul, Bad, Bad, Not Good, slash, or Ghostface Killer. Yeah, once again, great album. Full of jazzy goodness. I said I just really enjoyed doing that episode because I could listen to the instrumentals yeah, exactly. to pick out details. As I say, if everybody wants to do that. In fact, if everyone could just release all of their stems for their albums onto the internet, well, uh, Rick, Rick Beedo be... wouldn't have a job then, will he? Yeah, exactly. It's a double win. Because yeah. uh, he won't tell anybody how he gets the stems either. Oh, it's because he's made loads of friends through doing production works over the years, isn't it? I I think he's got some sort of software. Oh, he might do. Well, it's, yeah. I, you can get software that, that separates stems out. Yeah, it isn't always not that great. good. But... Yeah. Anyway, number three. Um, and number three, good choice, Robbie. Uh, episode 39, Preface, Boy Mohit. I really like yoghurt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. Oh, just picking that one, man. What's uh, Danny will be very happy if he ever listens to us again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good album. Obviously, they're all good albums, apart from the ones that aren't. Looking at you, Justin Timberlake. Drum roll, oh, please. I think Justin Timberlake was lucky enough to be last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Woohoo! So, favourite episodes for me Queens of the Stone Age Songs for the Deaf (laughs) That was a killer album that I just I had a lot of fun listening to The favourite episode Now I did include I was kind of judging off the episodes as well No, that's fair And I did include You Two All That You Can't Leave Behind as well Which I know was a Jakeless episode But Graham made me kind of appreciate that album even more and I didn't think that was even possible but he started bringing in Jesus to it all and making me believe that Bono actually believed that he was Jesus I mean it was great. I can believe that Bono believes that he's Jesus <laughs> Bono! and this played heavily in our awards last year but it was the Phoenix Foundation with Friendship nice yeah because that album came out last year, but we covered it this year. Yes. So it still is relevant. I think it won both song and album last year. All three, very good albums, very good very good records. I wonder if you can take a guess. What's your favourite one? Yeah. I mean, if it's not Bono, I'll be surprised. It was Bono, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was you too. I thought you were going to go for the Phoenix Foundation. <laughs> Um, Like I say, Graham just made me see that in a whole new spectrum of colours. And it's been great listening to it ever since. So there you go. There we have it. Very nice. So I have actually kind of combined the albums I enjoyed with the episodes that were were good. So the Cuban Brothers. Just because that was a great album. It was a fun album just to put on and have some drinks and... Have a little, you know, shake booty sort of shapes. thing. Yeah. Yeah, Miguelito was a good egg. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I've ever laughed as much as I did in that, like, hour that we spoke to him. 
Yeah, he was a funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. And we've watched Batman and Robin whilst drinking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Never again. Oh, no, we, we have actually, we will have to do it again because we didn't finish it. No. Oh, and Sexy Beast as well. Ah, uh, yeah, but the Sexy Beast only had two rules. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was the Speedos that got us. <laughs> that was because we were the only ones doing it properly. Well, this is true. Yeah. My my next choice, they're back, baby. It's Brainiac. Oi. Because I just had a great time listening to that album for mm. that week. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, just really appreciating what proper song structure is like. Of course. Because we've been, you know, our trips into the past have been great, but when you go back too far, they didn't know how to structure a song properly. And, or process vocals. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's nice just to have that stability in your life, mm. you know? Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And number three, Sparkle Horse, Little Bastard Choo Choo, Nuff Said. Right. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, you know, that was probably the highlight of the year, the Little Bastard Choo Choo. <laughs> yeah. It's outside of we actually have a dedicated moment of the year bit. I haven't put it in there, but thinking about it now, it probably should be. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was kind of like the real birth of the recurring bit. Yeah, I mean, we'd had a couple of recurring bits, so like the Marvin Gaye estate and not political podcasts and stuff, but yeah. um, but nothing like that. My arms are getting tired from all this drumming. It's Brainiac was my favourite record for this year, hence why it was, the entire album shows up on my Spotify wrapped, played song. Basically, wow. my Spotify goes wrapped, a song, Brainiac, another song, Brainiac, another song, Brainiac. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. It's like, I appreciate you just not putting the entire album just in yeah, one yeah, big yeah, brock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, then let's go for the next one. Favourite track, a sound purchase. You're in a bit Admiral Akbar there. Do you, do you want to start? Yeah. This was really hard because we've had some absolute belters oh, yeah. on some of these albums. Absolute belters. Oh, yeah. Once again, we'll start with the obvious one, Little Bastard Choo Choo. Uh, Favourite <laughs> track, Little Bastard Choo Choo. Oh, come on, man. Like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't I end up changing my favourite track on the album because of... Quite possibly, <laughs> yeah. We spoke about it. I mean, what a thing. Race Car Yaya's. Oh, whoa. Absolute banger. It's like, it's really short. It annoys me how short that song is because yeah. I love it. It's almost like a pavement song. I don't know if I said that when we were talking about it, but I get real pavement vibes off of it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I absolutely love it. It's just like... I have listened to that album a couple of times since then, but that's that track in particular I've listened to probably more than any, any of the others. Yeah. And number three, I've been playing it for years, it practice, it, band practices all uh, over the UK. But, but, uh, but, it's The Good Life but, by but, Weezer. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, that, that riff, if you can call it a riff, is just... Oh, oh. Magnificent. And choruses, noises, and... Oh, <laughs> How indescribably good The Good Life by Weezer is. There we go. Now, okay. I realise, looking at my notes, I haven't actually put down which one I want to win. So, um, that one. Okay. That's right, it's Little Bastard Choo Choo again. No, it's not. It's um, <laughs> it's The Good Life by Weezer. Well, then, 
will go to me. My three tracks, my nominees are Quatza with Millionaire, because that's just balls deep. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the only problem I have with that is the the radio at the beginning. If they, if it would have been nice if it was a separate track. If you could just have, yeah. And then I jumped across to Weezer with Across the Sea. Okay, fair, fair. that melody never leaves my head. Was that the one that all of the Weezer fans absolutely love? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You've become one of them, Stefan. I know, I know. Did I tell you I was playing Weezer's Africa the other day in, in class? <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. And yeah, yeah, the kids didn't get it. They don't know who Weezer are. They didn't know who Weird Al was. I'd failed them as a teacher. Well, they, they must know Africa, though, right? Because that was like the biggest meme in the world. Well, they know Africa, but that's because we've had to study Africa the entire term. That's their study piece. But they didn't know it from the memes. No. Well, of course well, they don't. Mean, it's only like three or four years ago. I know. But they were way too busy dabbing at that point. <laughs> you know. Anyway, the last track I want to nominate is the Phoenix Foundation... And really, like you've said with um, Brainiac and so on, it could have just been any song of friendship. Mm. But I've gone for Former Glory because I just, it's autobiographical. There's rocking a little bit, Soviet chants at the beginning, the Soviet music. Mm. It's, it's great. So, drum roll, please. I was a little bit late for your last drum roll. I'll try and stick on Sorry. time for this one. They couldn't get out without an award. It's the Phoenix Foundation <laughs> and Former Glory because, oh my God, I'll also listen to Friendship today in the car. So it was Crowded House twice. I think I did I did put Waves on when my son fell asleep. I was able to sneak that on. And about 40 minutes later, just out of the blue, I just hear him scream, Sheep! <laughs> leapt out of my skin like mad. Yeah, anyway. Phoenix Foundation. They're fantastic. They're great. They're fantastic guys. I just realized, going back to favorite record of the year, yeah. um, you, you didn't pick... There was a, uh, another a Kiwi artist that had an album out this year that I thought you'd have, uh, you'd have picked due to national pride. Can you, can, you, can you tell me who? <sighs> I put you out of your misery. Yeah. It was Lord. Oh, okay. She I'm even not... released it in like Maori, didn't she? Possibly. I'm, I'm not big on Lord. Like, she's all right. Nothing against her, but that being said, Royals and Greenlight are fantastic songs. Yeah. Do like them. But anyway. Cool. Robbie's right. right. Favorite track, a sound purchase for Robbie. Can try a different accent. Let me get into my They can't take uh, your freedom. Okay, that was like a Scottish Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> they can't take your freedom Angus Schwarzenegger yeah <laughs> we've got Play for Today by The Cure Aqua Profunda by Courtney Barnett and Landline by The Phoenix Foundation this is a load of barnacles slipped a few times there but I think that's, Robbie that's will appreciate fine. it. He might be Scottish, you know. Who knows? And the winner is Aqua Profunda 
by Courtney Barnett. What the fuck was that from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh. So, yeah, there we go. Boom. Fair. Yeah. Fair. And He's then, actually also put down a thing for his favourite episode. So, you should, go through should that we one? Blast Yeah, let's, let's blast through that quickly. Favourite ASP episode. So, option one is episode 27. Bee Gees, Spirits Having Flown. Mm. Uh, Chloe, A-plus guest. Should be happy to hear. Yeah. Just sounded like a fun episode to record. That because I was extremely negative about it. Quite possibly. Yeah. Top 10 TV themes. Editing this episode in an empty cabinet night kept me in the ghost's company. And it's always a good time looking back at older TV shows. Okay. And episode 28, Cake. Pretty good edit of a Vibra slap. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, Cake. He's given it to Cake. You forgot the drum roll. Are you giving me a break? Giving you a break, yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks. That was a bonus category, so... Okay. Because I suppose he didn't get to to say on the previous one. That's fine. Hey, have you got the time? It's nearly 20 to 9. Uh... <laughs> nice. okay of course I've planned a game show it's arguably my favourite part of what we do now is finding a like agonising over what kind of game show I can come up with for you I was particularly proud of Ian I Am that was that, <laughs> Ian I Am was a good one. I that thought was a that very was a good, good one. one. Anyway, challenging too. Um, yes, absolutely. Okay, so Jake, you could see the wheel behind me, can't you? I can indeed see the wheel behind you. Smaller than I remember it from last week, but um, really, because I was going to say it's bigger than the Range Rover at the moment. I don't know. Maybe it's like a forced perspective thing. Maybe you're closer to the to the maybe. camera than I've you were before. I've put those weird lines up on the screens. So it looks like I'm coming at you in 3D. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to spin the wheel. We've got some new names on the wheel this week, which is fantastic. Ooh. Here we ah. go. Ready? I'm going to do a quick quick warm-up. Although, to be fair, I've been drumming so much tonight that my, my arms are pretty warm. Okay, here we go. Damn, that was a good spin. That spun for Mm -hmm. ages. Okay, you are playing for today is none other than Jojo Nalepa from Wasserberg am Inn aus Deutschland. Wasserberg. Wasserberg. Lovely place. So Jojo, uh, he's been a fan of the show since day one, really. Mm. A lot of contributions online and so on. He's even been suggesting artists for us. Oh, nice. Little legend, yeah. Nice. Okay, so... This is a quiz. There are 16 questions because we'll, we'll just go quick. You either don't know or you do know. Well, I guess we could say it's a quick fire. This is a quiz about 2021 in music. Oh, God. Okay. And <laughs> 2021 in music was the best of times and the worst of times. And representing those, I've uh, found some buzzers for you. Are you ready? Ooh, okay, yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. So the worst of times. If you're incorrect, you're going to hear this. 
That was Limp Biscuit at the Lollapalooza. Yeah. Yep. And then, by the same token, uh, if you're correct, you will hear this representing the best of times. You think it's special? You do. I can see it in your eyes. That's also Limp Biscuit at the Lollapalooza because I was both absolutely thrilled to see it, but also kind of disturbed to see it. <laughs> it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. Okay, so what was the name of the Scottish musician who shot to fame in 2021 with a version of the sea shanty, The Wellerman? Oh, no, no clue. It's just one of those that was Nathan Evans. No. Question two. Ella Henderson teamed up with which British musician on the top 10 track Let's Go Home Together released in February 2021? I have literally no idea, so we'll assume it's Ed Sheeran because he works with everyone. Uh, Tom Grennan. Who? Yeah, okay. <laughs> here we go, here we go. Question three. Which Welsh singer broke chart records in April 2021 when he became the oldest male artist to achieve a UK number one album with Surrounded by Time? Uh, Welsh and old. Surely it must be Tom Jones. You think it's special? Yes. I'm yeah. still gutted I didn't get to go see him at Chalk. It was literally like 20 quid a ticket and they just sold out like that. Oh, of course. Gutting. But it wouldn't have been that great. Oh, it would have been even better than that, Grey. It would have been. <laughs> Question four. Medicine at Midnight was the fifth album to reach the top of the UK album charts from which US rock group? Fifth album, US group. It's not their fifth album, it's just the fifth album no, fifth in the top to reach 10. the top. US group. Oh, so it was, it was Germs, yeah? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we saying it was for fighters then? So I had to give you that one because uh, I had literally just mentioned that album before in my albums of the year. <laughs> I know I was I was stringing it along. Oh, okay. You look you look genuinely <laughs> puzzled. Okay. <laughs> Question five. Which Canadian recording artist twice appeared in the top 10 of the UK singles chart with Peaches and Hold On? I mean, I couldn't hear those tracks, but I'm going to assume it's Justin Bieber. I can see it when you laugh it. Question six. Complete the name of the Dojo Cat track which briefly topped the UK singles chart. Sorry, did you say Dojo Cat? Yes. Not Doja Cat. Is it not Dojo Cat? No, it's not. The, Doja. the site that I got this from has written Dojo, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you literally mentioned it in Robbie's... Um... That's what I was thinking. I was wondering if it was the same thing. <laughs> Can't be. This one's Dojo Cat. It's like this... this it's, a, it's a tribute artist. Maybe, maybe there is someone called Dojo Cat. So it's like it's the Doja Cat that we have at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the pound stretcher version of yeah, Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Got it off Wish. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice one. Okay, so complete the uh, the name. It's Kiss Me More Again or Twice. All wrong. It's Kiss Me, Kill Me, Hold Me, Thrill Me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
I actually don't know. You know, I don't think I've ever actually listened to Doja Cat. So I'm going to say... I clearly haven't. <laughs> I don't know. Again. Everybody sucks. Everything is fucked, Fred. It was Kiss Me More. Ah. Yeah. Question seven. Which well-known musician opened 2021 with the first number one of the year? Robbie Williams or Ed Sheeran? I mean, I actually don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember that far back. It's a 50-50. So uh, I'm going to say, I mean, it's more likely to be Ed, right, than Robbie. You think it's special, you do. When You See Yourself is the eighth studio album from which US group? They first burst onto the UK scene in the 2000s with Youth and Young Manhood and Aha Shake Heartbreak. Okay, yeah, so it's Kings of Leon. Funny enough, I did, I did listen to that album a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's awful. Okay. It's just like, so bland. Yeah, it's just, just, just stop. Uh, okay, question nine. Which track by Olivia Rodrigo, taken from the album Sour, topped the charts for five weeks? I don't know. You just did the perfect, like, Alan Partridge. Have you seen the gif where he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was it? Uh, sorry, it was Good For You, and it's spelt with a four and a U. Okay, um, it was Good For You. It, right. Yeah, well... You can edit that in, Robbie. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, uh, question 10. Released in June, Back The Way We Came, Volume 1 is a collection of tracks taken from the solo works of which former Oasis member? Right, so well, it's going to be Neil or uh, Liam or Neil. Uh, Noel. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Neil Finn, isn't it? Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's Neil Finn. It's got to be, right? <laughs> Actually, funny enough, speaking of Oasis, we've just been watching the um, Beatles documentary thing. Oh, yeah. Bit long, in it? I haven't started it yet. I'm keen on it. Brendan watched all of it. Yeah. I ducked out like halfway through the first episode because I was like, oh, this is just... Well, Sam Sam did warn us, Sam from the Phoenix Foundation. <laughs> He's like, mm. I don't think Peter Jackson has the uh, restraint. It'd be fine, but rather than doing like three, two and a half, three hour episodes, they should have done six. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you know, that would have been more palatable. More manageable, but, yeah. Yeah. Either way, it was, uh, I'm going to say it was Noel. When you laugh at me Question 11. What was the name of the Dua Lipa album which won Album of the Year at the Brit Awards? Uh, I Future Nostalgia. Like the worst person to ask that sort of thing. I know, I know. <laughs> Question 12. Which Harry Styles track won Best oh, British off. Single at the Brit Awards? <laughs> It opens with the lyric, Taste like strawberries on a summer evening. <laughs> Is that a clue? I don't know. <laughs> uh, if that's a clue, I'm going to say it's uh, it's called Summer Evening. And if it's not a clue, I'm going to say, Fuck off, Harry Styles. It was actually Watermelon Sugar. Number 13, Bad Habits spent over six weeks at the top of the charts, but which singer-songwriter released it? Bad Habits? Yeah. By a singer-songwriter? Yes. Six weeks? Yes. 
at the top oh, of the charts. Yeah, the Tibbity. Could you ask me stuff that's not about chart music? <laughs> I thought I thought this was quite decent. It talked about Kings Leon and so on. You knew that. You knew all that stuff. Well, I knew that because you mentioned youth and young manhood. I know. Like, Go on, man. There's a quick fire. Uh, Tay Tay. I don't know. It was Ed Sheeran? Oh, it was Ed. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's one of the two, right? Yeah, uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Which US-born singer-songwriter was happier than ever with her number one album? Was it Tay-Tay? <laughs> it was Billie Eilish. Wait, is she a singer-songwriter? Yeah, as I've been uh, calling her to my students, Billie Eilish. But I always associate singer-songwriter to me as just someone who goes up on stage with an acoustic guitar and has a load of songs like that. That's well, a singer-songwriter. Yeah, but the, the definition is singer and songwriter. She writes her own songs and she sings them. You would say singer-songwriter Prince. Probably would, actually. No, you wouldn't. you just say Prince. <laughs> well, wouldn't describe Prince as a singer-songwriter. Not during the lawsuit era, would you? Huh? It's, it's <laughs> no, because his name technically was still Prince, just not as an artist. Yeah, it was the artist formerly known as. Okay, question 15. Uh, it's not looking good for Yo-Yo. In the compilation charts, ooh, one album taken from a musical dominated the year. Best known track is This Is Me. What's the name of the musical? Dominated this year. Well, yeah, but it's been out for a while. Oh, what, was it like Greatest Showman? Down on me and nice. On That's still yep. the top, is it? Oh, yeah. Flipping heck. Which British singer spent a week on top of the UK album chart with Europania? His second album. Hey, I don't know. Uh, was it... Second album. Second album. I have no clue. It was Jack Savaretti. The fuck is Jack Savaretti? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, did you read, did you have a look through this list before? I did, and I saw <laughs> Foo Fighters and Kings Leon and thought, right, I'm sorted, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you're not far off. Not my own, like, six? Uh, seven. <laughs> right. Seven, seven right and eight wrong. That's not, not the worst. Oh, it's not the worst, yeah. no. I don't think I would have got seven right. <laughs> um, so, sorry about that one, Yo-Yo. We'll have to make it up to you next time. Well, he goes back in the box, doesn't he? He back does. Back in the box. Back on the wheel. On the wheel, Jake. It's behind me. Right, well, we're back. We're back. We've got some final uh, categories to wrap up our 2021 and mm. these are new ones we've not done these ones before I thought about these and I thought these could be quite fun so let's start with then surprise of the year it dabbles with album but also with kind of episode it's a bit of both but it's a uh, Kind of the album or the episode that surprised you the most, right? Basically, you thought it was going to be a bit rubbish and it was good. Or you thought it was going to be really good and it was rubbish. That's what I've sort of gone for, yeah. You've gone for the negative? No, no, I've gone for a bit of both. Okay, all right, all right. Do you yeah. want to start it off then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my first choice is uh, Tragic Kingdom. I genuinely remembered it being better than it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, after listening to it, I was like, oh, oh, I, yeah. I, 
Oh. And on reflection, I shouldn't have said it was a sound purchase. I think I did just because I was like, I have to say it is because I remember it being good. But yeah, yeah. I think, well, we were saying things like uh, don't speak or a sound purchase for sure. Yeah. You know. But most, yeah. a lot of that album was just just bad. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't very good. No. And yeah, that was, I was disappointed with my memory okay. being fallible in any way. Mm-hmm. Number two, the opposite, good shirt. I really expected that to be rubbish. Uh-huh. Uh, I really ex- I kind of looked them up. I was like, oh my Lord, these, they look absolute pants. Yeah. And they weren't pants. They were good shirt. They were. Um, Great self <laughs> Yeah, that was a really quite nice surprise, actually. Yeah. So, and my third choice is sort of somewhere in the middle, idols, because uh, they've really grown on me. I really wasn't that keen on them before. I think mostly because of his voice. Interesting. And being forced to sit down and listen to them for a week kind of really grown on me. Hence why Man of the Perm is on like one of my most played songs on Spotify. That's interesting because I haven't listened to Idol since we did that episode. <laughs> Funny enough, I don't think I've listened to that album again. No. I've listened to tracks from the album, but I've not listened to the album start to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas before, I've just gone, no, don't like it. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, well, let's get that drum roll going. It's Tragic Kingdom. It's a bad surprise of the year. Unfortunately. Right, right, right. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. Good Shirt being being good was a pleasant surprise, but it wasn't like a, ah. Yep. Because there wasn't too many surprises for this year for me personally. But going back to an old album makes you worried to go back to other albums that you've not listened to for a while. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, then. I'll jump over to Robbie. Now I'm pretending that Robbie's actually come from down under. That's not a British accent. Well, I never said it had to be British, did I? Oh, that changes things. We don't even know where Robbie lives, man. I mean, based off his humour, probably somewhere local. (laughs) But I like to think he's like... uh... Do you remember back when Hotmail was a thing? There were like messenger bots that you could talk to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Maybe, I would like to think he's just like an editing bot with a WhatsApp. It's fine. He does a great job. <laughs> Surprise of the year for Robbie. Right. <clears throat> Crocodile Dundee. <clears throat> Come from laying down under. Vegemite sandwich. Darren Lockyer. Okay, here we go. Before you try and say that this is the same accent, it's not, okay? It's very different. (laughs) Surprise of the year for Robbie, me, is one, being hired. Number two, not being fired. And number three, episode 40, UMO, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. I didn't expect to enjoy them or the album, but it's one that I've kept listening to. It was also my first time hearing of resident dog kicker John Martin without any context. <laughs> <laughs> that one does come back and bite me. I, I do like the, yeah, whenever you bring up John Martin kicking dogs. Just setting up the lawsuits for when we make it big and famous. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. Just, I'm pretty sure you can't slander a dead man. Well, uh, I, Robbie have said that uh, it's actually the UMO episode. Well done. Oh, I forgot to do the drum roll. Drum roll, please. Just for the dog kicking, really. 
Yeah. I mean, if if we could have done John Martin again this year. Um, well, we were talking about doing a John Martin with Phil Collins episode. We were talking. Yeah. We were and then I listened to that it. album. The first the first track was really good, and then it rapidly then went not. downhill. Yeah. Yeah. You could say they power loaded the front. Oh. Like they really power loaded <laughs> yeah. the front. Yeah. And then, you uh, could say that it went <laughs> over the hill. Uh, Okay, so surprise of the year for me. Well, we've got Julian Cope, St. Julian. Uh, Again, I always thought that he was a joke. For no other reason than I'm pretty sure my father told me, oh, no, he's rubbish, he's a bit (laughs) of a joke. And then there was like, world shut your mouth, and that's all I knew, right? And so when I heard the album, I was like, okay, front-loaded, front-loaded to hell, but it's worth it. Okay, the next, next one was... Mohit's preface. Mm. First, it was a surprise that he keeps calling it preface. Uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> I just I'd seen them live before, and that was that was former times, and they didn't quite capture my imagination then. Mm. But then, hearing the album, it was like, whoa, okay, this is something completely different. This is something. It was great. It was what a pleasant surprise. Mm. And then my negative surprise of the year. Midnight Oil's 10 to 1. (laughs) (laughs) I did wonder if this was going to come up. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the fact that it was not a sound purchase. Um, Jake didn't (laughs) like that album. I was was distraught because that was the one that I genuinely, genuinely thought I would have put all my money on it. They are due to be doing a world tour. It's like their final world tour. They're mm. they're not breaking up, but they're kind of like we're not going to tour again, yeah. sort of thing. Ah, fair enough. And you have to come and see them with me. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> oh, you got to, mate. The live the live show is worth it. They're great. That's what got me into them. I went and saw them live, and it was like holy. <laughs> this is so fucking great. You know, <laughs> you censored it and then swore <laughs> over the censor. <laughs> it's not supposed to. It's not supposed to come through though. Yeah, it's supposed to cut the mic. You pressed the button too early. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, drum roll. <laughs> Julian Cope, St. Julian. That was huge surprise for me. That's the whole reason why I suggested this category is to mention St. Julian, really. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really good. Nice. Okay, next category then. You did yours, didn't you? Yeah, I did mine. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think we can get this out of the way really, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Toughest episode. I preempt what I think you're going to say. I think you're going to say Midnight Oil again <laughs> because I didn't put it as a sound purchase. No, 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 no. All right, so this is the toughest episode. I should have explained this. This, for me, is like, what episode was the hardest one to prepare for or hardest oh. one to sit through? That's why I think I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, shall, I, shall I kick it? Shall I just kick it off? Yeah, go for it. So I didn't even bother making other suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, I probably should put like a runner-up. So I have put a runner-up. So my runner-up for toughest episode 
because it just barely fits into the beginning of this year, was Steely Dan. Oh. That goddamn road sting, man. Just <laughs> every single time you mentioned the word roads. And yet you you pick ear. It turns out that the world's most popular um, electric <laughs> organ turns up in a lot of records. Yeah. Who would have thought? I know. Unbelievable. But no, right, let's let's cut to the chase. <laughs> Wrecking ball. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I didn't even get to do the drum roll. <laughs> no, there's no no drum roll. There's no fanfare to be had here. Uh, if you want to know my thoughts on Bruce Springsteen... Yeah. Um, go look in a puddle. <laughs> go look in a puddle, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's still going. There used to be a website called ratemypoo.com. Oh, okay. And that, the images on there fairly accurately kind of sum up my thoughts on Wrecking Ball by Bruce Springsteen. Just that was That was a difficult week. I couldn't... It's rare that I can't listen to an entire album in one go. Um, it's great because he interrupted you this time. Usually when I trigger that, there's always this like awkward silence before whilst I'm looking for it. <laughs> yeah, look, that's another, another one that didn't quite pan out how I wanted it to. No, probably quite a good episode to listen to though. Yeah, I think so. So, well, without ruining it too much, it actually was one of my nominations as well for Toughest Episode. I had Tragic Kingdom, Mental Notes, and Wrecking Ball. Tragic Kingdom, for all the reasons that you've said before, that was a tough listen. It was tough to actually clip all of those songs and put them out. Mental Notes, I struggled with because I had that perpetual feeling of I haven't done this justice. I haven't done this justice. This is such an important album to my country, to me, mm. and I've not done it justice. And I need to really, really pull it out. Like I did for uh, the Midnight Oil episode, I thought I'd really done that one justice. See, stuff like that is the reason that I've not done Kid A yet. The, well, the exactly. best album in the world ever made. Yeah, uh. exactly. And the Bruce Springsteen one, now this is interesting because I thought it was a really good episode. And actually your kind of pessimism around it only strengthened the episode. Mm. But what I struggled with and what made it the toughest episode is that I had this song, Higher Ground. Uh, not Higher Ground, Rocky Ground. <laughs> Higher Ground something very different. <laughs> very different. Yeah, Rocky Ground. And I mentioned it on the episode. I fell into like a two-day depression where all I did was get really sad, really upset, and just listen to that song on repeat, like Michael Scott listening to Goodbye, My Lover by James <laughs> James Blunt. And it was like I just fell into this complete and utter depression, and I really struggled to snap back out of it and finish off the album. That's the power of Bruce's music. So the winner is... Which one do you think? I'm actually not sure. Bruce Springsteen, Wrecking Ball. It's Bruce. Unanimous. Uh, right, Bruce. Um, you're going to do Robbie's one? I'm going to do Robbie's. Um, Robbie, what I want you to do is I want you to put a ring mod on my voice and try and make me sound as much like a robot as you can. Surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> so the toughest episode, so we're going to start with episode 24, Midnight Oil. <laughs> 
It was hard to hear a man's heartbreak over the course of 97 minutes and potentially for the rest of this podcast existence. Yep. Episode 50. I don't think my max SSD will ever recover from the sheer amount of converted MP3s it had to handle. Yep. I mean, that's... Mine, mine goes through, already. yeah. And um, and for how quickly you did it as well. Oh, it? it was unbelievable. Yeah. Absolute trooper. Yeah. And um, episode 38, Sweet Mary. That's what it says, just Sweet Mary. Yeah. But it was actually quite fun to edit. And that was the U2 episode? That was U2, episode yeah. 38. All right. motherfuckers at you too nice 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 okay that leads us into our final category of the evening moment of fear well it's pretty hard to drop down some twenty something episodes into just one moment. But we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna do our best. You. Let's uh let's start with Robbie. I need to think of an accent. What's an accent I can do? Um how's your German? I tell you what. I watched uh, Jingle All the Way today, finished it. And so you can do a Sinbad impression. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney <laughs> King, Rodney King. Um <laughs> Fun fact for you, my kid did not want to watch Jingle All The Way with me. And I was getting really upset about it. So I bought the Funkos, let him play with the Funkos. All of a sudden, we're watching Jingle All The Way and it's fine. Right. Clever. Clever man. Anyway. Sound purchase moment of 2021 for Robbie. Um, Ah, episode 39. Roads. (laughs) Roads. 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 (laughs) Roads, roads, roads. <laughs> I don't even remember what episode that was. <laughs> that was moment, wasn't it? Was it? I think that's where we we talked about roads fair bit a fair bit. Like David Rhodes came up. David Rhodes. Rhodes. I'm getting some strong David Rhodes vibes. Rhodes. And for those of you, uh, David Rhodes kids, Rhodes. is a long term partner of. But David Rhodes released Rhodes. an album called Rhodes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Open parentheses. Just, where we're going, we don't need Rhodes. <laughs> Close parentheses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just you got to love it, right? <laughs> David Rhodes is Rhodes by Rhodes. Oh, okay. Right, right. I see. I see. Episode 21. Jack groaning at every jazz moment during the Steely Dan episode. <laughs> With with the quote, that's just fucking outrageous. <laughs> Which he clipped into the 50th episode. Uh, that is what he clipped in, yeah. God, that was so good. <laughs> Christ. That's just fucking outrageous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. And then episode 43, 2021's best mullet. Oh, 
God, that is... They're both in hell, bitch. That's yeah. not, I don't know if I can class that as a mullet. That's, that's a mullet to the extreme, mate. A mullet, yeah, but... And it's dreadlocked at the I back, which is even better. I don't know if I would class that as a mullet. Yeah, it's, it's business no way, at the front, man. party at the back. That is the definition of a mullet. That is, like, far-right group leader at the front. And then, like, you know... <laughs> he is of mouldy descent, though, so you can't really claim that he's far-right. You can be a far-right Maori. <laughs> of course you can. Absolutely you can. Sometimes I wish we, like, gave titles to our episodes. <laughs> this is episode 40, 43, you can be a far-right Maori. <laughs> I'm actually going lightheaded. <laughs> and there we go. I don't remember the Rhodes chat in the Mo Hit episode. I remember Jack. I, in fact, I only remember Jack kind of groaning at the jazz moments because of uh, the 50th episode. I do, mm. however, remember quite clearly the world's best mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but let's see what Robbie has got as number one. Welcome to the party, Richter. Episode 43 with 2021's best mullet. Ow. There we go. Nice. I dipped in and out of the accent there, but I finished. Strong. I mean, I think that was a, that was a powerful rendition. That was yeah. a powerful Arnie. Um, well, thank you. you uh, be I've very watched proud. the 165 best Arnie quotes. I don't know how many times. <laughs> At least 165. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you want to go with your one? Yeah, yeah, I can do. Well, in no particular order. Um, the interview with Miguelito. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just so fucking fun. Yeah. Such a good evening, to be honest with you. Just, yeah, as if summer. Yeah. Uh, just sat here, shorts, wine shirt, had my, my beers on the go. Yep. I was having a nice time. And then there is one more, and it is the winner. So I, uh, you may as well do the drum roll. Hey, kids, do you like violence? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that, but it should be. Oh. I lied. I lied. It's little bastard choo choo. Oh. It's the best moment of the podcast. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Six years the man spent. Six years. Throwing spoons at walls, wooden spoons, metal spoons, spoons made of glass. What was the wall made of? Plaster, brick, wood, sheet metal, corrugated iron. All in the attempt to make the world's perfect miniaturized train. Yeah. You know, he had to cut other better songs. He had to shorten songs. He had to, do, you know, he had to fight the execs tooth and nail. And God damn it, he got what he wanted to present his masterpiece to the world. And I don't think people really appreciated it. No, I think people wrote it off as just that crap music concrete song <laughs> from Fever Dixie Submarine <laughs> Transmission Plot. But not this podcast. Not this podcast. They're wrong. Not yeah. this time. No. No. <laughs> Not this, not this time, girl. Not this time. <laughs> no, see, we just don't do that, though. No, we're all about the facts here yeah. and showing it as it is, 
revealing the lost history mm. of of these albums and these tracks that we cover. And little bastard Choo Choo. <laughs> you know, the name alone, really. <laughs> once you actually dive past the, yeah, it's just a crap music concrete song. <laughs> once you get past that. Yeah. And it's an easy thing to riff off of, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. My moment of the year. The nominees are Robert Smith being a control freak. <laughs> I did enjoy that one where everyone had to ask for permission from Robert. <laughs> I forgot about that. Especially the drummer. Like, um, Robert, I've, I've, I've been playing around. I think I've got a new beat. No. Where did you get that, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Who showed you that? Why have you even got symbols on you? you? All you need is a hi-hat and a kick drum and a snare. So definitely, yeah, definitely Robert Smith being a control freak there. Okay, it just brings too much joy. That was episode 43, of course. Uh, we've got episode 22 with Little Bastard Jushu. What more to say? <laughs> For me, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the drums. Hi, kids. You like violence? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, karaoke at Mount Monganui with Mike, Keith, and uh, Miguelito. It was hard not to have that as number one, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think the part that made it so funny is that, one, he kept going back to it, and he found so much joy in retelling that story. You know, it's something that could have easily been a 10-second quick anecdote and back turned into like a nearly 10-minute excursion. It was, yeah, it was totally worth it. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yeah, and just like you say, that whole interview, we'd interviewed Sam from the Phoenix Foundation like days earlier, and that was great. It was great fun. We, We had a lot of laughs and that, and then Miguelito just took it next level. Because, you know, he might be certifiable. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is going to conclude our our uh, awards evening this evening. It's been a great 2021 for us here at A Sound Purchase, despite, you know, everything going on outside of these two microphones. Everyone's been saying about how bad a year it is, and yeah. I've had an absolute corker. Yeah. You know, I've been down the beach, I've been on a paddleboard. You know, have you been raving at number ten? That is a uh, that's a Facebook group, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> nine hundred thousand people have signed up to go to a rave oh, at number ten. At number Absolutely, ten, New, Street, for yeah. the Christmas party, yeah. yeah, Christmas Eve. Man, I'm I'm so up for that. Yeah, they can't arrest all all of us, can they? I mean, if we're all in number ten, they just bolt the doors, right? Yeah. I guess so. To be fair, actually, number ten's got the gates. At the Downing Street's got the gates <laughs> yeah. either side. Yeah. So therefore, they can probably quite literally arrest us all. I mean, I'd be impressed if you could get 900,000 people into Downing Street. I think it's going to be like the uh, Storm uh, Area 51. Naruto running through Area 51. You're going to get one idiot doing Naruto runs. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's about that. Well, and there you have it. It wouldn't be an end of a year celebration without... Rose... Where we're going, we don't need roads. 
And next year, there will be plenty more roads for us to travel down, plenty more avenues for us to navigate as we bring you another smashing set of sound purchases. I think that's pretty good to go out on. I think that's, I think that's pretty good, yeah. Right, well, yeah. then let's go out on that one. Boom. How would do this? Bye. Okay, I am Stefan, and this was a sound purchase, a podcast that does a deep dive to explore iconic recordings. This episode was proudly produced by Robbie Mortimer. You can show your appreciation for this episode when you like us, review us, share us, and subscribe to us. Each engagement makes this effort all the more worthwhile. And the best way to grow this podcast is by word of mouth. Support is appreciated. Check the show notes and up-to-date top tens list and other musings at asoundpurchase.com. You can engage with us on social media under the handle soundpurchasepod. You can support us by getting yourself a soundpurchase t-shirt, hoodie, or mug by going to asoundpurchase.com forward slash shop. Other episodes of A Sound Purchase are available at all of your favorite podcast platforms. Why not subscribe to Be A Friend of the Show, where you'll gain access to a hidden corridor of our website that contains exclusive blog posts, the Hall of Top Tens, special Friends of the Show merchandise options, and a series of bonus pods. Subscribe now at asoundpurchase.com forward slash F-O-T-S. If you've enjoyed the sounds during today's episode, visit your local record store and pick up a copy of the record. Support your local businesses and artists. <laughs>